Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Welcome back to the Kinjas Podcast. Movement in the shadows. We are your host, Ben. Hello, my name is Charles. Hi, I'm Mike. Uh, this is a very, uh, this is a very, very special episode. This is our first remote episode. We are in a very interesting building. It's a, it's like a house of some sort. Um, there's creaky floors and a lot of things being built. And you might ask, why are we here? It's because our guests today, tonight, um, are two very, very special individuals, uh, I think I botched this uh, intro last time, and I listened to that episode. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, this is the second time that we are attempting this particular episode, and I'll tell you why. Uh, like we said before, we're learning how to do this thing better with each time. Uh, we've had some audio issues, and even with today, there might be some, so we apologize, but we're doing our best. But we had to do uh, this episode justice with our guests, so we had to re-record because we just... The audio just wasn't cutting it last time, so we're going to do it again. All right, so husband and wife, dancers, choreographers, teachers, creatives. What? Their choreography has been showcased all over the place. Uh You might see their stuff with Justin Bieber, Mm -mm. Mark Ronson, Flying Lotus. What? Champions of multiple major dance competitions. People's champ. Yes, our champs. Division finalists of NBC's World of Dance Season 1. You know it. Uh, every dancer couple goals, for uh-huh. sure. Couple, couple, couples goals. Couples goals. And, um, yeah, all just all around amazing people. Just changing the game constantly for dance. None other than Keone and Mari Madrid. <laughs> this is part two. Part one for you guys, part two for us. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for coming, guys. Now you guys are unlocked. You can talk. Thanks for having me. <laughs> unlocked. Down for round two of this, and thanks for coming all the way to Sandia. Yeah, for sure. Um, explain to us why we're here in this particular building. We, I wish we had video to show where we're at. This looks uh, kind of sketchy, but also just really awesome too. We'll have some photos on the blog. Yeah, we sure will. Thanks, Mike, for the camera, you know? This house kind of reminds me of my house that I was living in in Long Beach when I was a kid. Very similar vibes. Thought that was good to mention. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. But yeah, where are we at, guys? What, what is this building that we're in and why are we here? So we are at the Beyond Babel Theater. Um, well, at least what will become the theater. Um this house that we're sitting in is actually going to be the dressing room. The room we're at right now is the girls' dressing room. Okay. Um, still in con- under construction, obviously. And uh, right next door is the Black Box Theater that we are also building. That is crazy. Correct. I don't want to jump too far ahead because there's we're going to get to this and all that. We just wanted to let you know, let you guys know why we're here. Um, but cool. We everybody loves origin stories, right? Everybody wants to know the history of where you guys grew up, um, all of that, and then obviously the the burning, the hot topic of how did you guys meet and, and that whole story. We we asked you guys this last time, so feel free to give us whatever version you want. You can nutshell <laughs> it, or you could give us the real deal, roll full on roll out. <laughs> we love whoever, whoever wants to take it, go for it. Hey. Um, we're talking about individually first. 
Sure, whatever you want. Well, yeah, where are you from, Mari? Where did you grow up? I was born in San Diego, uh, raised, early raised in the Bay. Hey. And uh, Oakland and Berkeley, and then moved to Boulder, pretty much grew up in Boulder. Went back to the Bay for college, and then after college, moved to San Diego. Nice. Uh, I'm born and raised in San Diego. Um, just never wanted to leave here, I guess. The place is, I've always been drawn to this place, and I've had an opportunity to, to travel um, and see the world, so I feel like that kind of got my fix of wanting to leave San Diego, and I don't mind the drives to LA. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, just been here my whole life. And at what point was dance, the? how was it introduced to your lives? Feel free to take it, whoever. Um, well, I was a gymnast from age 5 to 13. Whoa. And uh, age 12, I actually wanted to quit, and my mom made me do it for another year. Thanks, my <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think Thanks, mom. Wanted me to finish elementary school with like a consistent thing, and um, oh no, middle school. No, I was middle school. Middle school, and then going into high school. Um, between middle school and high school, she said you have to do something. So she signed both my brother Chris Martin and I up for like a week long hip hop camp at a local studio, and uh, we just fell in love, and neither of us have stopped. Amazing. Love it. That's sick. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and for me, I, I started, uh, like every other Filipino young boy, watching music videos yeah. and uh, learning uh, the dances off of TV when you could. Because back then, we didn't have YouTube, so you would have to, you would have the, the music video watching it to try and pick it up. Yeah. And you would come home uh, and watch TRL or whatever, and it was in sync. It was... Michael Jackson, it was Justin Timberlake, it was Usher, all those, you know, the, the artists that dance. Yeah. Um, I, and I also loved Frank Sinatra, or sorry, Frank Sinatra, Fred Astaire, mm. and Dean Kelly, and um, just all of those um, artists that told stories through dance. Uh, for some reason, I was always drawn to that. And then um, uh, from there, just, uh, I was actually invited to a dance class by none other than my best friend, Bing. Yeah, um, he was invited to a dance class by a girl, and so I was like, "Yeah, I got you back, bro." Ultimate wingman. Yeah, was like coming in after like football practice and like, you know, just not knowing what I'm doing. I mean, at that time, dance was you know again learning music videos, but also predominantly like Harlem shaking and sea walking. And yeah. so like I was like, "I got this." Whatever. You know. <laughs> and then, um, that class was uh, KJ Gonzalez. Hey. He had no KJ. idea who he was. You know, he was super metro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, days. I remember you those know, days. Yeah. Shocker hats. I didn't know like is, what. Like, is this you know okay cool? Yeah. You know, his nose pierced and everything. Lo and behold, he was just like a legend in the in like in front of me. I had no idea, and I got to. Uh, once we won in that class, the girl became like secondary, and we both Bing and I fell in love with like. Hard <laughs> <laughs> eyes for KJ. Yeah, so good. Yeah, <laughs> he wore skirts. That's amazing. <laughs> so, was there um, like dance teams community at that time, or were you guys just kind of doing the solo, just learning? Uh, well, obviously, you learned from KJ, but what was your introduction to the scene of community teams and stuff? 
Yeah, for me, it was a combination of two things. It was um, the SoCal community of like DVDs yep. uh, and VHS tapes of those being passed around with Culture Shock um, uh, showcases <laughs> and the early days of, of Jabberwockies and Funkinometry and Kaba and Formality and all mm-hmm. those all those teams that um, there were that still exist now. Yeah. But, um, at that time, there was such a handful. Um, of teams and just amazing dancers and um, also the other thing was air bands mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people don't know about that but back then before dance was cool there was this thing called air bands or air guitar or a lot of people call it different things but basically a lip sync battle and it somehow turned into like a theatrical production where you would tell a story be comedic and and still lip sync wow and, um and those were the early days of like my introduction into the dance community because a lot of the dancers in San Diego, including KJ, including um, a lot of, you know, the starters of Koyo Cookies and, and a lot of our friends of our generation started in that um, and then we took it on to the dance community. That's dope. That's dope. What about you, Mari? Was uh, you, yeah. you, you moved to the Bay after you were in Colorado, yeah. right? Well, I knew about the community from somehow. <laughs> uh, in Boulder as a kid. Oh, okay. Um, was there teams out there in Boulder that were kind of doing other things? Really, I was okay. more, I was at a studio Got you. which would, had a hip hop and a jazz program. Sure. And I was definitely more in the hip hop um, side of it. And I think a few of my teachers were actually on Culture Shock San Francisco. And uh, we would have a summer camp every year. We would, they would bring in other teachers and Specifically, Gary Kendall came out a few mm, summers and mm-hmm. he like changed my world. Yeah, <laughs> like me and my dancing best friend, uh, Crystal Lewis, we were just obsessed with him. Yeah, and we would just wait all year long. We learned something, we practice it all year. <laughs> and um, I don't know, we just never had seen something like musicality before. Mm-hmm. The first person to really like show not just that, but mixing styles so fluidly mm-hmm. and. Um, he was a huge influence, but he also, um, and I think some of our other teachers would just show us, us footage of like Culture Shock San Diego, Mind Tricks, um, yeah, and and even others like watching old VHS tapes of like the lockers on Soul Train. Mm-hmm. So there was just a lot of, uh, of, you know, you only get something for like five minutes in your yeah. lobby in your studio, and it just like changes your world. And you're like, oh, I want to do that. I want to mm-hmm. know more about that. And What's nice about growing up in a small place is like you're so hungry for it because you don't get it very often. Um, so when I moved to California, I was just like, whatever I can do to be around this, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to figure out how to do that. So yeah, I moved to the Bay and I was on Mind Over Matter for like my first year. Mind yeah. Over um, Matter. Mind Over Matter with Alan Frias. Big Papa. Big Papa. Yeah. <laughs> he taught me how to dance like a girl. I didn't you know, I didn't know how to dance like funny. a girl. <laughs> I feel like you dance really funny. I did it yeah. until Alan. And then um, and then eventually Funkonometry San Francisco yeah. was a huge uh, huge part of my life and I think my development as a an artist and a choreographer. Sweet. So what point did Keone meet Mari? Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, it, it's kind of like a two-part story. It, it starts with uh, a phone call from Norway, and um, slash. oh, slash, well, not even a phone call, um, like a MySpace message. Oh, you can YouTube. 
direct message on YouTube. I don't know. So this is when all those were brand new things, social media, that stuff was brand new, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea um, that YouTube would bring any of those opportunities, but it just so happened that a dude from Norway, shout out to Fal from Cal, who kind of started his whole life workshop um, thing and, and took a chance on on me and other people, other choreographers that were very seldom on YouTube, um, but are some of the people who are, are the trailblazers of today's community. But um, got that call, and it was basically the phone call was, well, it's between you and this other girl named Marielle Martin, and whoever says yes first would <laughs> And so me, being 19, I was like, I was still living with my mom. I was like, oh, my God, I got to do this because... I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to one travel or have an opportunity like this to do dance. Yeah. Cause traveling like as a choreographer did not exist. It was only existing if you were on tour with an artist right? and it would be dancer for so-and-so right. on a flyer. It would not, your name would not be anywhere. Yeah. Um, and so to have a flyer with your name on it, whatever across the you know world and I've never traveled outside of America. I just said, yes, that took me an hour. I was like, <laughs> the phone, I was like, I'm just gonna say yes because I don't want uh, you know my mom to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Later, then, you know, like, I'll, I gotta go plan out. I'll take a semester off from school. I'll come back and blah blah blah. Um, and yeah, and then of course Mari. Uh, Meanwhile, I got an email da, da, da. or a message through YouTube. I did not get a phone call. I think Jed called you, right? Jed did was, call me. Okay. He was there. Oh, okay. And he, they were looking for a replacement because Yaya was supposed to be like oh, a teacher for yeah. like a month and uh-huh. she couldn't do it. She had to back out. And so that's why they were looking for someone last minute. Yeah. And so I got a message online somewhere, um, which was a little bit scary and creepy. Like a little bit like, okay, there's a guy in a foreign country who wants me to go yeah. there for a month and teach dance. Hey, Damien, is this real? Like, right. This <laughs> This could be just someone trying to kidnap me. Yeah. But um, I uh, took the day to like make sure I could leave my responsibilities. I directed a junior team at the time. I had a job. I think I was a waitress at a restaurant, and I needed to make sure I could leave. Took the day. Wrote back. Got a reply like right away. Like, oh, um, I'll bring you out later. But um, Keone already said yes, so. I actually don't need you anymore. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Keone? Who is Keone? And I thought he was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Keone. Yes. Yes. Stole my job. Keone. <laughs> it was uh, my once in a opportunity. Like Kyle Hanagami who had to tell her who I was. Yes. I was living with Kyle yeah. at the time. Oh, okay. Like, not that much later, he showed me a video of Keone. He's like, this is Keone. I was like, oh, he's a Dude, okay. <laughs> yeah. So coming back from Norway, so as the month goes by, I come back and actually shortly after, um, I ended up filling uh, or being asked to fill in for Mike Song, who was teaching at this workshop called the Urban Legends. And it was Mike and Mari and a few other amazing teachers. And it was in Temecula. And I got the call like two in the morning, the, the night before the workshop. I was like, sure, I'm down. It's, I mean, it's right there. And Mari was teaching, and so I'm just thinking, like, well, I think the last, like, thing that she heard of me was me taking a job from her. So, you know, I'm going to go, man, like, you know, we shake the shoulders and stretch a little bit before I introduce myself, you know. Do some push-ups, you know, do some push-ups. So did you already know about her at this point? I did, yes. So I, I only knew about her because of, one, that job, and also 
um, she was one of the only choreographers on on YouTube, especially a female choreographer, and she was incredible. And I was like, damn, she's beautiful. Hey, <laughs> um, so, so you know, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, those are good times. Yeah. All the baggy sweats. Baggy days. Oh yeah. So yeah, I went, I went in and introduced myself, and um, she was very cold with me. Um, very, <laughs> short, and I just felt the energy of like, nah, this is. No bueno. Like I probably she's probably bad at me. I don't know what it is. And so yeah, dreams are crushed there. And so I just kind of resumed. Um, but she took my class, and so I was like, okay, okay. okay. So and you put me in his collection. Hey, wow. Good move, my man. Yeah. Good move. It's a good play. It's a good play. I'm gonna do that next this time. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not gonna do that. Whatever it is, like no. <laughs> so he keeps choosing me for every group. I wonder why. And I need to take his class. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next class, Charles. <laughs> that was great. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. so, so that group, all right. Okay. Yeah. So from there, um, it, it we kind of just parted ways. Um, yeah, he gave me one of those hugs where it's like. He's like really, really far away. Oh yeah, the the butt shoulder. the butt out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to respect yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to offend yeah. her. Whatever. I don't know. Gentleman so, points. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like maybe a couple weeks go by, and I was directing a team at the time, a junior team, uh, Future Shock San Diego, and every year we give them the opportunity to vote on a choreographer to come in and give them a piece and teach them, and uh, just so happened that they voted on Mari. And so I think I, I MySpaced you. MySpaced me. <laughs> I MySpaced her. Nice. So, you know, we'd be available. It was very professional first, you know, and then we went from MySpace to email and then kept in touch that way. And um, He gave me his phone number maybe a couple months before the actual job. Like, okay. Just in case you have any questions yeah. or anything. Because yeah. I couldn't reach him by email, which we were already communicating with. So he gave me his phone yeah. number. Yeah. These are all the right moves, man. Um, and then I texted him. She reached out. Where's my phone number? Nice. <laughs> and I think um, everything is pretty professional uh, as far as the conversation go goes. And then the first step towards anything beyond that was, you know, at the point where in the conversation it dies down and like there's pretty much no reason to be texting each other. Mm -hmm. um, yep. yeah. Any more requests or questions. Right. Yep. Uh, it was like hours had gone by in the day. I was like, cool, this, this text conversation is done. And it was St. Patrick's Day, and it was like later that night. And then she texted me, she was like, "Oh, happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way." And I was like, oh, "Nice." <laughs> She's opening the door to resume the conversation. Good old St. Oh, Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. The oldest trick in the book, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. That's good. Yeah, so we just it would turn into like just kind of texting each other for. For fun things and sending each other like Anchorman quotes and I don't know. I, I pulled the um we, we progressed to a phone call, but it, it happened because I pulled the uh I think you said, said like something I about early morning. Yeah, she's like, Oh I got early morning, so I'm gonna get to bed and I was like, Oh, you need something to wake you up. <laughs> the Keone alarm, alarm clock. I yeah. love it. I also have tried that since because I remember this from our last session that you said that. <laughs> so yeah. I actually tried Did it. Did it work? No, it didn't work. <laughs> oh no, I actually have an alarm. So I was like, oh uh, yeah, oh, that's what iPhones are for. Okay, yeah. okay, then that's cool. I'll see you later. Yeah, at the time, you probably saw a flip phone. Then. I did. Oh yeah, I was different. Sidekick then. And a pager. Yeah, um, I don't know about pager, man. It was too far. 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a sidekick down. Hey, they they yeah. just recall them. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think that, yeah, I, I called you that, that following morning and, and uh, you missed the call. Missed the call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from there, really, like, in a nutshell, it, it just took off. We, we would call each other so often and just we, yeah, we talk continue everybody. conversations. And what really, like, swept my feet was that like, she would send me things through mail, like, Snail not, mail, not like yeah. yeah, another smooth and, move, Mari. Yeah, yeah. wow. Like handcraft things that were like a part of our conversation. So like, there was I don't know. They're just like random little things that she would make, and I was like so impressed and so like taken aback by that. And then um, it it was all kind of leading up to when she was going to come to teach. So it was maybe maybe a couple months of that, and um, it felt like when she had come, it was like that was the the last thing that needed to happen in order for it to move forward yeah. beyond like just this conversation. Um, and yeah, we just got to know each other as, as people through the phone. <laughs> it was really nice because it didn't feel like, it didn't really feel like he was trying to pursue me very directly. Mm. It was just like we were trying to get to know each other. Yeah. And we kind of had this unspoken understanding of like, okay, like we're both interested in each other, but we knew that we didn't really know until we were with each other in person. Mm. So... So we like say we, you know, put aside a, an extra day on the trip for us to just hang out. Okay. Was this wow. like the first date? Is this first date right here? Uh, kind of. It was so, like at the end like, of the trip. Well, like, so that weekend, she had, she had come through and, and I picked her up from the airport and uh, we went to the beach, just walked the shore real quick before. We had a show, had a show that night with Corey Cookies and we were just killing time and I was trying to like host her as well, you mm-hmm. know, like taking her literally to see like the super cliche San Diego things. Um, but you know, there's obviously like a, a mutual interest there, and that was kind of brilliant. And the day that we saved for each other, we we went to Disneyland. Nice, very cliche, but you know, it just no, that's everybody. just really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is really good. He's on good. there actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, what he you looked at us like. like hmm. <laughs> amazing and we were already like super into each other we already yeah. said that like we'd like each other and everything and that day I think everything took off and that night we had gone to um, a uh, I was I told her I was like you know I'm gonna, I want to take you to this place that's very special to like me and some of my friends we go there like late at night um, it's like on this cliff by the beach um, let's go there and she's like yeah I'm super down yeah. and you were tired yeah. but after to drive yeah. which was probably shouldn't have done but I know. <laughs> so they just kind of directed me. And just a little context, um, my grandparents lived in San Diego. And from ages 5 to 18, I would visit them every summer. And that was like my trip that I mm. would go on with or without my parents or my brother. I would always do that. And uh, my favorite thing to do was go to the beach and collect shells. That was like my favorite thing. And there was a beach called Shell Beach, which is where my grandma would always take me. Yeah, so when we're, I was like, all right, Aww. kind of guiding her through um, where to go, and it just so happened that you know she's like, are you, are you taking me? Like, are you? I know this place. And I was like, no, you know this place. I know this place. Whoa! And then the cliff. It was Shell Beach. It was yeah, Shell Beach. It was Shell Beach. The cliff. Oh was right my there. gosh! She's like, I literally come. I've come here. You know, my childhood life. Da da da. And like, I'm like, no. I, this is. I come here, you know, like, so it was like, it was just the two of us. And then, so there was like this divine, 
moment now between the two of us. It was really crazy. Yeah. We just, I don't know. Did you kiss? Yes. Oh, well, we sure. actually ordered your cup. Okay. <laughs> Dude, that's like, <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's like a, that's a kiss moment for sure. <laughs> it was just like an overwhelming sense of, like, this is the person. Like, I don't have to mm. search anymore. This is my person. I think we were, like, a little hesitant to say that because it was like, am I crazy? Or am I just, yeah, this is too days. fast? You know, but, you know, we had, we had all that build up of getting to know each other just as people. Yeah. Um, non-physical at all, like not mm-hmm. even being with each other in person. And so. not even like like dating. Yeah. Because it was still it was like a step behind that, I think. They're like hanging out. Yeah, yeah. kind of just like getting to know each other, you know, just as, as people. And, and so that build up and, and happened that night, and then the following morning I had to take it to the airport, and you know that we were <laughs> we were driving. Well, that to the no, that night you asked me to be your girlfriend. Yes. Okay, oh, I was gonna ask. Wow. That had to be a moment oh, where you define the relationship, right? Yeah. And then, like, what, like five hours later, we had to go. Back. <laughs> yeah. He had to drop me off to go back up. And uh, at the airport, I was like, there was a kind of this quiet moment. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna say it. And it turned out, I was like, I love you. Oh, oh my god! What? My yeah. guy. Okay. Me too. I was crying in the car. Wow. With IKEA hot dogs. <laughs> hey, yeah. those are good hot dogs. You guys should have IKEA hot dogs at your wedding. You're <laughs> already <Yeah>. married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we renew our vows. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait a minute. So yeah, that's <laughs> the <laughs> long. <laughs> that's that's good, good, man. That's a movie, bro. That is straight up a movie. That's awesome, man. My heart dropped a few times. <laughs> a couple <laughs> tears came out. Um, not really a rom guy. I don't watch a lot of romance movies, but that should be a movie hey, rom-coms are awesome so how long have you guys been married now six years six years okay wow did you guys so um okay so dance wise did you guys start creating uh together before you guys got married or did that come after no we well, avoided that oh we, okay we creating before we got married oh oh, um, oh before we got married before we got married oh. yeah but we it took us a six months maybe into our relationship because yeah. we were so like you're afraid of fighting yeah I don't want to fight yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 no like, babe and one <laughs> no <laughs> and oh one maybe yeah. it should be like this <laughs> so we uh, the first time we choreographed it was actually for choreo cookies she wasn't on the team yet um, and I just had this idea like, yeah, I feel like one of Corey Essence's Coldplay song, and I feel like it'd be super dope if, like, cause at that time it was, I think it was kind of rare to like choreograph to that kind of music, at least in our style, and and it, we just tried it, and it ended up working uh, beautifully. I think we had such a different style, so we were a little afraid of like how is that gonna mix, mm-hmm. you know? And I think we were both very like sacrificial to our own movement. I think, yeah, we were very polite. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we just like cool. This is like I think we have something going, and we just kept going and trying to fine tune. That's awesome. I remember that one, the Coldplay one. Yeah. I used to. Dude, that one was crazy. It gave me like um, goosebumps from head to toe. And that's where that story ends. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. I'm, I'm, in, I'm envisioning a goosebump on your toe. I don't, I don't know what that looks like. From head to toe, it's one really big one. It just kind of gets crazy. 
Um, so, okay, so you guys have been uh, creating, obviously, for years now together. Um, what, what's the process like in terms of does somebody always take the lead or do you kind of just more vibe off of each other? And, and, and I would imagine communication is a big part of, uh, especially when you're trying to create something together, right? And I feel like I'm obviously talking to you guys and seeing from the beginnings of your relationship to the thoughtful snail mail creations and all that stuff. There's a whole lot of uh, reading each other and, and wanting to understand each other, right? And I think that comes across in your guys' movement. So um, can you explain a little bit of that process in terms of when you guys decide to make something together? Like, how do you guys approach that? No, you start. <laughs> Look at that. See, it's already happening. Good. <laughs> well, oh, man, it's really different every time. I think every creative will probably say that. Um, sometimes, especially with dance, like the music comes, sometimes comes first, sometimes it's an mm-hmm. idea. Um, and lately it's been an idea mm-hmm. um, that has come and then we, we find music that matches the idea. Um, but really it, it, for us, especially as we've kind of fine-tuned and, and found our, our niche as storytellers uh, through dance. I think we're so in tune with, with that element of it, like the why of the piece first, and then we kind of develop, you know, and, and write out the piece, and then we start moving kind of last. Because mm-hmm. um, the movement is something that we've been putting in years and years of work into, that it just kind of comes out. And if we are able to map it out via writing or just sitting down and being on the same page before we get into the studio, um, it should come out more clear. Because sometimes mm. as a dancer, you just want to blow it up and you want to like, sure. show off your vocabulary. Right. But, you know, Joe Schmo um, in, you know, Nebraska is not going to understand a kickball change into a run de jam, into a, you know, to a floor and some, you know, or work into some ice, you know, yeah, not yeah. any of that. Nope. But if you can tell a story um, and then combine movement that actually works intentionally um, with the story, then then we can open the door to have a conversation about the vocabulary behind the movement yeah. to anyone around the world. So that's kind of what we've been so focused on and trying to um, expand the the reaches of not just ourselves but where where dance where urban dance can go mm-hmm. and how the masses can receive it in such a impactful and full way yeah, yeah. Well, so i would imagine there's just a lot of talking a lot of discussing and unpacking what you guys are feeling and thinking when you approach any given project right yeah a lot more uses than before i think before it was more about movement mm-hmm. as it's developed it's more about story characters uh, and what needs to happen when so there's at least like a map yeah just going cold like let's just make these moves like right. there's, there's always a, a map that we discuss creatively before we, we go in and start making yeah. but, and, and we've gotten better at move making but it's still like sometimes we want to kill each other and then it's yeah, just gonna take a couple minutes yeah. Be like, I love you. I remember, I love you. All right. Yeah. So Let's keep going. We need the dogs in the room. We need the dogs. Like, they really do. That's awesome. Saying. They really help a lot. Yeah. Um, right. But then, and then we'll make something cool and be like, 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we both care so much about the like the final product that we are sometimes at each other's throats because we want it to be right and mm-hmm. um it, it always ends up being that when it is right it's like okay, we get it. It's worth you know, that little so push. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I love that. I think, um, I mean, just even going back to what you guys were touching on before in terms of how you guys met during the whole beginnings of the traveling, teaching workshops, international, because I do feel like that was kind of at the time where it wasn't very common. Uh, it was kind of starting, I guess, was, was right, right around 2008-ish, yeah. seven, eight. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, we, we get the, the questions all the time of how, how do I do that whole YouTube famous thing and how do I travel and teach? Um, I mean, you guys were at the beginnings of it and kind of pioneering that kind of a movement. And even the way that you guys approach um, what you wanted to do that for, you know what I'm saying? And, and really go out there to uh, bring a piece of what you guys have grown up in and like the community and stuff from out here to as you guys develop your relationship to developing your guys's creative relationship. Um, there is not this uh, quick like you were saying, making cool moves and showing off my vocabulary, like that kind of almost is secondary to the quality and the why, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's really cool that you guys um, kind of started pioneering something that was that is huge now. I mean, that's like, you know, you've definitely opened up doors for so many uh, up and coming teachers and choreographers now that look up to you guys and model what you guys are putting on, not just quality of movement, but uh, your approach to artistry. Even to like community too. I feel like I've been traveling to places and they would tell me that they kind of created their space based off of like the San Diego community. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we want to build something like that. So when I hear that when I'm outside, I'm like, whoa, you've never been to San Diego, but you already know so much about the San Diego community and how caring it is for the art form. So I feel like that too is something that you guys are kind of responsible for. Not in whole, you're not like totally responsible, like parents. <laughs> just kind of. But just kind of like you created a little bit of it, you're a little responsible. So. I think we just spread things that we were taught. Yes. I think we also yeah. had a really great timing. For sure. And mm. we didn't know what we were doing. No. We are just like, I'm, of course I'm going to say yes, someone wants to bring me somewhere mm-hmm. and let me do what I love to do. And so of course it's yes. And then... Over the years, it's like, oh, this is a thing. Oh, and these are the other people who are doing it. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, the, the world is forever changing. Like mm-hmm. Now, it's not even YouTube. It's Instagram. Sure. Right? And yeah. It's it's um, it's forever trying to figure out how to adjust to the world um, and, and this feeling of, like, you know, staying relevant. You know, mm-hmm. that, that creeps in. But I think we've found a place where we're so you know focused and comfortable with just like if we are putting in uh this amount of work and and purpose and intention into what we're doing we keep that that track and we surround ourselves with with right people um the rest will take care of itself yeah it's 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 um the energy you put out you know people will receive that and and they'll want to put it back into you right so Mm -hmm. it's like um it's easy to like get in, get caught up in that, you know. Um, I think, especially at first, like, okay, this is what got me this opportunity, being on YouTube, being on Instagram, whatever, mm-hmm. being on TV. Um, but understanding that ultimately, if you're not taking care of your craft as a crafter, right, mm-hmm. as a as a dancer, as a creator, choreographer, if you're not actually 
beating yourself into how to get better, how to exceed and excel the craft forward, then what's the point anymore, mm. right? Mm. And so I think that's kind of where we lie now is I'm comfortable like not posting on IG for like two weeks right. now. Right. I'm like, cool. as long as when it, when I come out with something, it's going to be right. You know? Right. And uh, when it is, and everyone forgot about the last three months that you were silent on IG. Yeah, like, sure. That's how the game is now, you know, like, but it's, it's different. It, it's always like, um, like I said, it's forever changing. But if we, if you just keep those certain goals in mind and those certain um, attributes that you hold by your side all the time, then I think the rest, yeah, it's taken care of. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Um, I mean, speaking about the balance of uh, being relevant to posting, quote unquote, regularly, whatever regularly means, yeah. and putting out uh, good material, right? Um, I think what I see from you guys is a uh, more of a concern on being genuine and authentic to who you are versus I need to post something dope so that I get the likes and I get the followers. Because um, I, I mean... I follow you guys and sometimes you guys just post about your dog yeah. and that's awesome because that just shows what you guys really, you know, who, yeah, who you guys love. And, um, but I mean, you know, as I mean, well, we're friends, but I mean, I think even from the person who may not have a direct relationship with you guys, because we, we say it all the time, authenticity will read uh, much stronger than your tried uh, attempt to look cool or or look artistic or you know what I'm saying like we all know when people are trying and then you can also see when it's just the real thing and people gravitate way more to the real things because I think you will also become more human and more more relatable and then when you put out that banger pieces like see so I love them <laughs> freaking dope people and really good at what they do um so speaking of that, though, so the natural progression from, let's say, the community stage, right, rocking with Choreo Cookies to doing all the community-based things, um, at what point did you guys start getting opportunities to do things with the, in the, within, like, the quote-unquote industry with from artists to videos and TV shows and all that? Yeah, I think it was um, just probably progressive in the sense that, like, the more videos we put out and the more um, we vowed to, like, just get better, um, the more opportunities started coming. I think the first probably uh, commercial job we had was Ellen. I think Ellen was the first thing. Mm. And it was because of a, an Urban Dance Camp video. Sick. Um, and then we just got more opportunities from there. And um, it's pretty wild. Like, that's now how, that's that's how things work now. You know? Like yeah. People are just booking um, straight from their IG. They just put your email and wherever and they, like, go find you and <laughs> they go find your agent or whatever. Yeah. And, and then you get booked that way, and, and it's pretty cool um, to to know that you know people are are um, booking us for what they like. Not worth it. Sure. Um, and yeah, it's Ellen. Yeah. It's just one thing, and then it starts trickling in. Yeah. And we've always been um, wanting to be open to different kinds of opportunities. Um, we never really set out to be like industry choreographers or dancers. Mm. Um, but we're also open to learning from experiences. Like sure. you can learn so many different things from um, just being open. Like you're only like, oh, I'm only going to be industry. You're missing out on like this sure. whole other thing. And mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I'm only going to be community. You're also missing out on mm -hmm. this whole other factor. Totally. And um, there's still like so many other pockets of dance that uh, all offer something different and can help you grow. 
Yeah, I love your your guys' approach to um, opportunity. Uh, I think you can you can plan for opportunity, like you can try to create your opportunities, right? By being intentional of, okay, if I wanna be YouTube famous, then I gotta post on YouTube all the time, and if that's my intention. Um, I mean, I think there's so many different uh, types of people that you'll meet people who are very driven to want to um, become a celebrity in some way, shape or form. And I don't really think there's anything wrong with that at all. You know, what I mean, it's to each their own. And then there are people who find themselves in opportunities because they were just naturally doing what they love to do. And then someone sees it and then they get, you know, hit up, whether it's by an email or whatever. And then they're like, oh, cool, let me try this. And then that might lead to something and something and something. But um, I think that's, again, that's just really important for, I think, the the generation that looks up to you guys, to, to Kinjas or whoever. Um, they see they see the glitz and the glamour and they see these the, the final product. And then they shoot for the final product. You know, like, I want to I wanna be on TV. I want to be on World of Dance or whatever it is. Um, and they, they miss the steps to get there and sometimes the steps to get there weren't planned in that specific type of way the plan wasn't that we are going to dance so that we can get on tv so that we can you know produce the show and blah 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 blah. so it's really cool to know that there are um, just different approaches because i think everybody wants the the cookie cutter way to get to some place and there really isn't that yeah Some of those valuable lessons are learned from people who you don't want to surround yourself yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's one thing that we've learned in the beginning stages of our career was like <laughs> taking jobs and understanding, oh, okay, that's what I don't want to do. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think a lot of times uh, it's easy to get caught up in the short game. You know, everyone's like, oh, shoot, I got I to gotta go film a video or whatever or post a class video and this and that. But you know, again, you got you got to play the big picture, right? And you got to um, not just be caught up in that moment. And, and it's, again, it's so easy on social media to just get caught up in those moments. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think we've been able to just play the bigger picture and, and set ourselves up. I think Kinjas has done such a great job of doing that as well with like playing the big picture mm-hmm. um, and not just creating opportunities for um, their, themselves, but for for everyone. Um, I think that's, it's kind of like, you know, the the trail of breadcrumbs, like, you know, what you leave behind, you're going to attract certain people to the kind of breadcrumbs that you leave behind, right? So, like, if you're creating work that is, like, inspirational and impactful and thoughtful and, and innovative, then you're going to attract those kinds of creatives to work with. Totally. If you're creating things that are, like, short-minded and just, you know, you know, hype in the moment, that's who you're going to work with it's going to be fleeting it's going to be gone you know every day is a new day now on social media right so yeah. like it's always fleeting it's always gone but just playing that big picture i think it's been um good experience a good learning experience for us and, and we didn't know that at all in the beginning but we've learned that now mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome 
Um, I think it was really cool for, uh, I mean, you guys kind of uh, discovered, so to speak, off of YouTube, getting on Ellen, right? And then uh, I feel like people were watching you guys, I guess mainly through social media, and then maybe you guys might pop up in the video here and there. Um, but I think myself, as well as all the Kinjas, as well as the world, was really excited to see you guys uh, compete <laughs> on TV um, with World of Dance, obviously, season one. Um, what was that journey like for you guys? Oh man, that's the first time we ever have, the only time we've ever competed as a couple. Yeah, oh, so dope. Cookies, mm -hmm. but yeah. Um, oh gosh, well, originally when we heard about the show, we were like, no, nah, another dance show. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think so, but then we started hearing about who was doing it, and we were like, all right. We gotta do it. Yeah. All of our friends are doing it. We're gonna be sad that we missed out. And so once we decided that we were gonna do that, we just started training and rehearsing and uh, planning. Because um, we wanted to go into that with a game plan. Just mm. um, hearing stories from friends who have been on other TV shows um, and just being on other productions working, just there are so many situations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do, you really have to have the plan A through Z. Totally. Um, yeah, and especially because, like, our, <laughs> yeah. yeah, our partner work takes so long for us. To mm. It's really like very difficult to to come up with. So we really had to give ourselves time to have a lot of material mm -hmm. to just pull from and ideas and concepts. But um, it was great. I don't know. Uh, we I think actually are working creative relationship got a lot better from that experience. Cool. Um, because, Heck yeah. Yeah, because we were competing and we're both, um, we're different competitors, but we're both very competitive people. Um, yeah, it's just in different ways. And I think we're driven by situations like that. And so, yeah, it just pushed us a ton. And we, we really felt like, like teammates and it was, it was really awesome. You guys killed it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, like, like Maureen said, it was, I think one of the best parts was just um, being a part of, you know, this experience with everybody. Yeah. And just, you know, at first we're like, man, should we even do this? Like, gosh, I don't know, blah, blah, but I'd rather be behind the scenes like we usually are, but, you know, to jump forward and just to say, you know, here's who we are. Mm -hmm. You know, you've probably seen our work in various avenues, but, like, we're going to finally put our foot forward and ourselves in this way and um just it was very very awesome to share that experience with obviously you guys and some of the other dancers that were part of the show for sure yeah that was definitely a uh like a monumental type of um season i mean it was the first time the show was first introduced and then yeah you got you know from you guys us jabberwockies lab like you know you name it everybody was there to play and um, I mean, what was really dope to see was, I mean, it's it, it's weird because it's a competition, so everybody's there to win, obviously. But like you guys said, we're all friends and such big fans of each other. So we're literally just rooting. And we were in one. different categories, so it wasn't yeah. cheating until yeah. the very end. Yeah. And you being a Kinja, so it was you know, like, it's just yeah, an extension of us on that stage every time. So that was really cool. And well, right now it's wad season two, right? Yeah. And uh, I think we can talk about it. Like the finale episode that we did, 
it airs tomorrow, I believe. Oh my gosh! Oh really? my gosh! Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Surprise! Tomorrow. Yeah, it's September. Start the content. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know what it looks like. Hopefully, they edit it. Hopefully, it looks well. good. <laughs> yeah. I totally. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that felt like a lifetime ago, but it's yeah. finally, it's finally coming up tomorrow. So, so excited for people yeah. to see that. Yeah. It felt like a, just a good moment for us to come in and represent our community. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. So that's going to be really good. Actually, I wanted to say something like backtracking to when we were all on WAD. I really wanted to win, but if you guys won, it was like we won because you're a Kinja. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, I, it felt the same, you know. Um, and I, I think that, like, um, I think one thing that we really took away from the show when I think about it is just like where we stand in this thing, mm. in this game. Mm-hmm. Because as dancers, we're not really, like, we don't have, we have competitions, but it's different. It's not like the NBA where you know we can stand by playing other teams, right? Other players. But this was the first time that, like, all, like you said, Ben, all the players came to play. Mm-hmm. And we got to see, like, where we got to stand. Not that it's, that's the only way to judge it, but sure. um, just to know, you know, that, like, cool, you know, we can, we, we're, we're in this thing. Mm-hmm. And we have a voice and we have, an importance and uh, a responsibility um, and I think that more than anything like ignited so much in us to just continue to push and that we have um, something special to offer if I was in charge of giving away Emmys I would have gave <laughs> you guys so many Emmys all your performances almost made me cry oh, thanks, man. I'm pretty sad that <laughs> so you get I this mean, mental not just end. us but like not, none of the acts yeah right yeah that's so weird yeah so weird emmy well you gotta be like that yeah you know what do you what can you do (laughs) i think it just it continues for me the way i looked at it was just another thing another like motivator to add to my pile of things to look at to motivate me not but i think that like it just goes to show that there's still so much work to be done you know like that that this, this is the way that for whatever reason that the Emmys didn't select any of season one, I still think there is like that's the way that people view us. That's the mm-hmm. way that people view dance, and it's like not quite right yet, right? And yeah. that's that thing that we're all currently fighting for, right? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's tough because what we what we're doing is it's art, so it's completely subjective. So mm-hmm. what one person sees as amazing can fly right over the next person's head, right. you know. So. Right. I think that's why, um, just like how you guys keep talking about, it's so important to know your why. And when you know your why, none of those other judgments or criticisms um, will really affect you. I mean, sure, yeah, words hurt and, you know, they can be, you know, annoying and stuff like that. But if you really know what your purpose is, that's going to be the thing that keeps you going and being authentic to who you are, right? Yeah. You guys get the people's Emmy. <laughs> for sure and it's our our people people's choice and community emmy <laughs> Commun- community emmy <laughs> <laughs> let's make that one work well dang i mean after you guys finished what i mean you guys just never stop you know and, and uh you guys again um changing the game you guys put out a dance ebook oh that was a first of its kind. Um, yeah, what was that, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
we still haven't had time to really digest yeah. like, what that was because we've already jumped into the next project. Yeah. But um, <laughs> go ahead, Mari. I'll let you take this. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll start it off for you guys. Okay. So there's a there's a it's a name of a girl that's on the book. <laughs> It's not necessarily physical or on computer book. It's a brand new platform, all in uh, your mind. <laughs> also on your tablet and computer, and it's still book for it too. Okay, <laughs> take it away. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Um, I don't really remember like how the idea came up. But I think. Um, but we've had it for a lot. Lot actually kind of delayed everything. Got it. Our, our lives on hold while we were like in the process of making uh, Ruth. I think what uh, sparked it was um, Mario went to school for creative writing. She has a creative writing degree, and we are paying off loans. We just paid off all those loans. Hey! hey. 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 Yes, so I'll clap it up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years. Ten years. I was like, listen, babe, we. We're paying for this, so we got to do something. Yeah, <laughs> we have to write on something. So I think that, like, that, um, you know, trying to sort of put the two together, and like, um, I was just kind of like watching, observing my little brother one day, and he was doing homework, and, and it was all on the tablet, and um, he's he's still he's about to be in high school, but I, I was like, whoa, you know, just kind of thinking about the experience of that, he like. Would scroll down and he would press a little thing and he would play a video and then he would go on to the next thing, answer questions. I'm like, man, it's so interactive. And so, mm. um, that experience, I'm like, man, I feel like it could work with like writing and then you watch a dance video and then you continue onward. Whereas, like, in a dance film, or it's kind of hard to like act and dance and dance and act because you know, actors can act and dancer can act back and forth. Sure. But, um, I, I think that's that was. Probably like the, the beginning stages of it, and then it was just a couple of years of putting it together. Two years, yeah, exactly. two years. Yeah. Well, we made preface, which we didn't really. We had this idea of the ebook just floating around. It was actually written on our wall in our house, so that we look at it every day. Awesome. Like, These are the things that we want to accomplish for the next like five years, and then we made all this work. And um, before we released it, we were still kind of filming preface we're like okay before we call the preface we decided to make it into uh kind of like just get some traction so we could start a kickstarter campaign so mm-hmm. we could make the idea for the ebook and i think doing that once we got funded it was like oh crap now we have to make it yeah, <laughs> yeah. all these people give us their money so so much it pushed our envelope in so many ways mm-hmm. just like again going back to like how much we love telling stories like just just to push that envelope even more in, in a long form project i think as we're so used to like a minute and a half mm-hmm. five minutes yeah. maybe eight to ten at the most but exceeding that is always a rare case and so that pushed the envelope and that um right to create these characters that people can relate to that a story that would impact people and hopefully like again propel dance into a different platform um and for people to be able to like own that content versus like just putting it online and then that's the end of the story right? yeah um so yeah we gosh we went all over the world to film and we went to israel to 
Poland, the middle of nowhere in Poland, um, Italy. Italy. Wow. Um, Japan. And Japan. Yeah. Dope. And um, filmed in all these places, auditioned these dancers in every place, and just got whoever we, who showed up pretty much, and who we thought could hang, and, and just it all came together. A lot of favors and a lot of help, a lot yeah. of volunteers. Um, um, the original music made that was a whole other journey. Yeah, that was dope. That, that was crazy. It out beautiful. Yeah. Um, and yeah. just a lot of a lot of work and a lot of sprinting to the finish line to make deadlines. But um, the release was just like more than you could imagine as far as just the support um, behind um, from the dance community. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we our dream, our biggest dream in this project this first project was for dancers to feel like they were represented in this, you mm. know, and, and, and to not feel like this is a Keone and Mari thing only and like, mm-hmm. and we're not including anybody, but we wanted to be very inclusive and make people feel like dance is, was going somewhere um, new. And uh, it just the, again, the support on that day, on that release day was, was very special to us. And then the responses um, mm-hmm. from people, um, and we've been so bad at marketing it because we've just kind of jumped into the next project. Um, things collided when we didn't expect it to, but um, can go. It's online right now on, on iBooks and Google Play. And go get it. Yeah. We crept into Charlie the. Charlie and Ben are actually both in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we crept into the top ten. Like to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Crazy. So To that one, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I love that one. Damn. So super special. <laughs> Your grandpa's voice is so soothing. It is. I was like listening, and I would think one. And then, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, this is so nice. But yeah, and you know, we hope that uh, more books can live there in the future. Oh, or more writers can yeah. collaborate with dancers. Yeah. Ooh. And you know, just on out there, can just comic. You know, just. Mm-hmm. You know, Come on, K baby. just comic with Come a K. On. With a K. <laughs> Always perfect. with a K. We don't oh. know. We don't, I feel like we don't know how to spell, dude. I feel like we just throw a K. Yeah, are there two Ks in there? Is it K O M I C? Of course. K, probably. Why not, right? Let's take advantage of the C. Yeah, I mean, being part of the project, I mean, just like how you said, there was definitely this sense of. Um, you guys putting uh, out a project like this and then being so inclusive to your guys' friends, to the entire community of dance and seeing how, and then at, at the premiere when we actually saw it and seeing the montage of just, oh my gosh, there's Lyle, like, oh shoot, there's Sean, and like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, whoa, like everybody's so down for this. Um, I think that was like a really, um, that, that was just a testament of not only 
um, people wanting to support uh, dance or just even you guys, but there was this sense that I think that everybody kind of shared that everybody knew that this was going to be huge for dance and, um, and everybody has their own relationship with it. You know what I mean? So um, seeing it all come to life on screen and experiencing a brand new way of experiencing artistry uh, from reading a book to hearing it to seeing video to you know and I, I think I told you this my this is the first time I ever sat and read a book from cover to cover oh, in one yeah. sitting right and I'm like oh shoot I just read a book read right now <laughs> you know um, and then yeah seeing um, all, all the people that came out to the premiere and sharing in that space I felt like there was such a um, a real like electricity in that room you know what I mean and people being inspired and then um, yeah, now people know that there is such a thing as a dance ebook. That's a possible thing to do, right? You know, and um, it's really cool. And and to learn that Mara, you wrote the entire thing. That's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. Easy so you 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 like you had a creative writing degree, right? You studied that at school. I actually have been writing longer than Anthony. I've been writing since I was a kid. That's so tight. So sick. The detail that you would write in was was crazy. So beautiful. Yeah, it was just like I can see it. What you're so describing, beautiful. it's wild. And yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then speaking of nonstop, you guys rolled right into another project, which brings right us to now. where we're sitting right hey. now. That's how it finally here. What are we doing here, guys? What is this thing? What is this new adventure? First of all, is it is it called Beyond Babel or Beyond Babel? Well, technically both. both. Oh. Which is so ironic. Wow. Considering the story of the tower. Yeah. Yeah. You can. We actually looked that up, and and it says. Well, I don't. I don't know if this is official, but at least it says like on Wikipedia, the, the whatever. The dictionary that, says that you can pronounce it both ways. Interesting. Yeah. Um, because what? it kind of has, it, I mean, it kind of makes sense because yeah. language is being confused. Yeah. Yes. That, that oh. you can say it both ways, right? Yeah. Wow. I just blew my own mind right now. We were driving down and we were like <laughs> practicing. We were like, okay, we're going to ask him about Beyond Babel. And I was like, it's Beyond Babel. I'm like, uh, no, Keone definitely on his IG said Babel. I was like, oh. So we kind of had a little argument, but like, you know, we're going to get it clarified <laughs> when we get there. Yeah, yeah, really, it actually lasted myself. like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bounced back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's just kind of earlier, the time. Said, that's cool. I said Babel you earlier. Said babel. You said Babel. Now it's a babble. Yeah, it changes. Yeah. whatever the mood is. But um, it's cool. So we, yeah, we're we're here. Um, oh my god, where are we here? We're, we're here in theater, <laughs> um, yeah. and we are putting together a theater show, full length theater production. Um, it's an immersive dance show, um, and by immersive, I mean that the show will take place in a black box theater. That's we are sitting. And building, mm -hmm. and the audience will be in these seating banks um, that will move forward and back like a little bit of a ride. Um, but it's um, just to immerse yourself, just the way like you view film when you can punch in to get closer. Sure. You're gonna really be able to do that live. You'll slowly move forward, slowly so move sick. back, and it'll really highlight the um, the dancing in a way that I think is conducive to our movement, where sometimes it gets subtle and intricate and detailed where they can punch in and see the emotion of that and back out and see the big group mm. dancing 
and um, it's uh, the story is um, of the show is sort of inspired by Romeo and Juliet um, in the sense that you have two feuding cultures and uh, one person from each of those cultures falling in love with each other. Um, and uh, we are playing those those the Romeo and Juliet of the show, but really we've been so much more inspired by just where the world currently is, mm-hmm. just current social issues. And I think the great part of the show is that there's other characters involved that I think a lot of people are going to relate to. So um, the story takes place um, in this kind of imaginary world that we created, but it's it's a very relatable one in the sense that um, the people are real and authentic in how they play it, but. Um, a community of people is um, is going to be divided by a wall, um, mm. and which is a story all around the world, where walls are just dividing communities everywhere, changing borders are being changed, and families are being split up. It's happening right now in America. People are being deported. People, children are being shipped away from their families. Mm. And that story um, is so prevalent in this division, racism, um, uh, you know, the government's overpowering, um, and even even an, an authority figure's story. Like, how is mm-hmm. what is their story in this as well? And so, I think that you get to see how this community of people deal with that, and, and we tell that through dance, and we tell that through um, this space and this immersive show. Uh, why the name uh, Babel or Babel? Um. I don't know. We were looking for names. <laughs> I mean, well, the show. I mean, okay. The title. Yeah. But I think that um, in uh, talking with not just the two of us, but our co-creators, uh, Josh and Lindsay uh, Abner, um, we were all trying to brainstorm like something that would fit this theme and these people in the story. And um, I don't remember who brought it up, but the story of Babel, mm-hmm. the Bible from mm-hmm. Genesis. Yeah came up and we talked about just um, just that idea of like the point where all humans where they used to speak or all be like together and then there was this point where everybody got split and mm-hmm. no one could speak or communicate with each other and everyone's mm-hmm. misunderstanding each other. It's so relevant to where we're at right now. People are surrounded by their algorithms and they yeah. think they're communicating but they really like to stuck in this little bubble of things that are just catered to, to them. Yes. And yeah, yes. and kind of keeping people from understanding and understanding, understanding each other. Mm-hmm. So there's these big problems that happen because of that. So um, beyond Babel, because taking Babel, but trying to reach beyond, mm-hmm. uh, trying to wow. reconnect. Yeah. Uh, it's not about humans. the story of Babel in a sense, but it's yeah, it's the story beyond that. Right? Sure. What happens after? Like, sure. Don't understand each other. How do we get back to trying to understand each other? And um, this this. Uh, the title was also inspired by, we had choreographed to a song by Mumford and Sons, um, Babel, and, and we realized the, the depth of that, um, that word and also that song. Is that the one where you guys created the wall? Yes. <gasps> I remember yes, that. People. I was extremely hungover, but I watched that <laughs> and I was like, whoa, oh, there's a wall and it was so interactive. That was, oh yeah, that's. That's amazing that you're expanding on that and creating a show. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah. the seeds of it. Whoa. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it doesn't surprise me that your guys' uh, inspiration is something that um, I'm sure you guys have 
dealt with being a married couple. Communication is such a basic um, lifeline for any kind of relationship, right? So you have to learn how to speak each other's love language to um, humbling yourself, sacrificing yourself to for the sake of understanding the person that you love and care for. And I'm pretty sure that theme is going to be uh, brought to life through the show and uh, people's minds are going to be blown. And for you guys to be doing it in like this place, I mean, yeah, this is not, we're, we're not in, uh, we're not on Broadway, we're not in Vegas. We are we're, not. We're in San Diego and, and we're, we're in a community that uh, you guys very intentionally wanted to do something uh, specific where, where it's at. You guys, uh, can you explain a little bit more of why, why here in San Diego? I mean, um, I think just the intention uh, of the story, I mean, it's centered around the wall. There are prototypes for Trump's wall mm. in San Diego, mm-hmm. and the border is right at the end yeah. of San Diego. And these cultures are constantly present with each other, and like, uh, it's not just a, a distant news story. I think um, what's happening affects a lot of people, and I think a lot of people in this area. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it would have been easy to maybe like do it in New York or do it in a place that would be more typical. Yeah. Um, but the choice to do it here is definitely more risky, um, mm-hmm. and it, it's I guess it's more safe for us to be able to be home and working, but. I think that it, it was very intentional in the sense that people are going to come out here. Like we're advertising that we're in downtown, kind of outside of, on the outskirts of downtown, we're like ten, five minutes out from Petco Park. But um, the place where it's by is in Barrio Logan. We're in Barrio Logan right now, and it's kind of a, a growing community. Mm-hmm. And I think when people show up and like, like. But that's the start of the experience. Yeah. That's what we did today. We weren't sure. We're like, I don't see a theater here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's right there. It's it's like theater. <laughs> there's like, there's a funeral home. There's a family dollar store. Like, oh, I think this is the theater. Yeah. And then we walked back and we're like, I think this is this is the address they gave you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, the experience definitely starts as soon as you roll up. Yeah. And I think that's the, the kind of thing that we want people to stir within is like, why am I questioning being here? Mm. Why is it wrong mm. for a theater show to be here? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And also, like, if we're going to tell a story about, um, you know, that are inspired by people who are experiencing that, it's, it's right here. Let's tell it in our community because mm. it's going to uplift them and it's going to uh, bring a, a community that's on the verge of becoming a, a cool and hip place um, and hopefully bringing it further there. Um and, you know, there's going to be a kid who's in this community who, you know, I've already seen it. I've already seen some kids in the alleyway of, of our theater, like, peeking in and, like, Type. you know, <laughs> kind of, like, practicing their backpack kid dance. Yeah. man, someone's going to roll in and they're going to be so inspired and, and it might change their life. And I think yeah. that's kind of the whole mission. Yeah. So it's, you're, like, taking this neighborhood and going beyond yeah. Yeah. Ah, nice. Wow, that's yeah. good. It's not bad. <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted you. Please keep no, no, going. No, no, no. I just going to say that I also, on another end, I think it might get people who don't come to this area mm-hmm. now, yeah. and mm-hmm. maybe challenge them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. including ourselves. Yes. It's easy. Like, we're, we're in a nice neighborhood in San Diego, and we get comfortable there, and, and then at first we're like, oh no, like, should we have it? Like, right? Like, really? 
movie in downtown versus like the outskirts of it. Right. But you know, it felt it feels better now. It feels better that it's here. It makes more sense. And um, I mean, it's like tomorrow. Like <laughs> we're gonna go on a run with the dancers to the border, just tied um, to the wall. Yeah. And just kind of allow them to sink in like what we're doing here and the dancers are so on board with everything and, and even them they've been like yeah this is at first it's like this is where the show is you know but everyone's been so trusting of the process and i think um at the end of the day it's about the products mm. uh, that we're creating on mm-hmm. stage and, and I'm, I'm so confident that whoever walks through these doors will be will be changed by it or affected by it mm-hmm. and um yeah yeah that's dope. Uh, speaking of challenging, though, I'm sure you guys are putting in grueling hours, right? You know, um, you were saying you guys do a minimum of eight-hour days of rehearsal, but on top of that, you guys are creating choreography. So this is seems like a, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, you're working. I mean, so how, how do you – I mean, I know you guys train like crazy in terms of just keeping your guys' physicality and health on point. And, and what I know of you guys, you guys have a very um, – unique training style you guys just don't go to the gym and work out just pushing weights you guys are very uh intentional about your training program so what what sort of um yeah what, what kind of training are you guys doing to stay conditioned as well as uh just focus mentally overall uh we've been training with a coach Nia Pham. uh he's been training us for two three years now um We've actually haven't been able to see him as much as we'd like to because we've had such crazy days and we're still in the creation process. Uh, but hopefully we will get back to our regimen with him soon. Uh, we've been seeing him like once a week. We'd mm-hmm. prefer to be going more. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We gotta. I mean, at the end of the day, we still have to do, do this. Like it's like ninety minutes, mm-hmm. and we have to be able to physically do that. Yeah, I think just the the context of it is like. The goal was 90 minutes, and we've actually reached um, beyond that. I think we're like an hour 40 plus a 20 minute version. So it's going to be two hours plus show. And I think when everything sits in, it's probably going to be longer. Hmm. Um, And I think, you know, when we came into this, we were training our butts off um, because we understood that like we've never done anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did a training camp for this because we knew we were going to do this. So it's a three month or, I mean, eight weeks, but it extended beyond that too. Um, it was like four to six days a week, um, and it was a lot of training, uh, just getting body right. And um, we do a lot of performance training, so it's not just um, uh, specific to movement, but specific to our movement. Um, so it's a lot of like one-legged things, um, athletic movements, and explosive mixed in with complex movements. The kind of movement we do is very like complex in a position, mm. and so it's like how do you get stronger in that position versus like laying down and bench pressing? Are you right. really ever going to utilize that? Right. And, yeah, when you come off the ground, but dance is so much more. It's it's about mobility and, mm-hmm. and strength in the mobility and also quickness um, and flexibility. So it's like this this um, it's everything. It's everything. Yeah, <laughs> all encompassing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so. Um, our coach has been getting us ready for that. He got us ready for a little dance, mm-hmm. um, and it was kind of like uh, it was cool to just experience that, like training for something. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're kind of back in that. And, and as we're in this, um, the hours have been uh, like one to nine is our rehearsal with the dancers, but we're pretty much up um, in the morning choreographing. So we're prepping material in the morning, and mm-hmm. then we're getting uh, we're putting together. Um, 
gosh, anywhere from like two to three songs in a day. Whoa. Um, we've already finished, so we're already like running through the show at this point. And um, that took us about three weeks. I don't know how. Um, I don't know how, but we, we did it. <laughs> we're still um, working on the last thing we did when I yeah. do it. Which so is laying like at it. The hardest thing to get us mm. recorded, yeah. but we yeah. prioritized the group stuff while we had everybody. Yeah. Uh, but I think like 12 hour days, like. Yeah, I mean, it, it changes. Like Damn. last night, I was probably up to like 4 30 in the morning, like working yes. on sound design. Um, what? And uh, just implemented that in today with it for transitions. Um, and so it's really a whatever it takes attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing whatever it takes. So, yeah, tomorrow morning we'll get up again, choreograph, and then we'll get to, we're going to run to the border with the dancers, come back and continue rehearsing. Um, and then mm-hmm. I think. We've been having some like random events here and there. Like we, we somehow fit. Like we're doing this five days a week, and then on weekends we're also continuing to choreograph. Um, but we uh, somehow fit like a Beats by Dre commercial in with Cass. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah, no big deal. Just Beats that by Dre. That was dope. No. Yeah. Can't say no to Serena. Can't say no to Dave Myers. Right. Um, and so we fit that in, and we luckily took our cast, and then. Um, now we're going up to this big climate change event on Thursday um, that we have to fit in another thing for. So we're, we're, we're hustling right now. <laughs> Is that with the cast too? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. It's a lot of bonding. Oh, that's yeah. good. Because not everyone knows each other, uh, but everyone got real close real fast. That's dope. And everyone's been incredibly positive, which has been really important wow. for us because I think you know, trying to play it cool, but sometimes you're just like super overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's, again, it's just really cool to see how you guys are turning something that, um, a passion turned into, I mean, seemingly like a work opportunity, right? I mean, it's a show that's going to be running and you put a cast together, you had auditions, you brought dancers from all over the place together. And through the process of creating this crazy show, still managing to fit in other things to uh, create bonding experiences, uh, work opportunities. You know what I think it is? They're going beyond. Ah! Babel. That's really good, Charlie. <laughs> all right, that's the last time I used it, I swear. <laughs> yeah, okay. I felt him itching here. Every time they said beyond, I felt like Charlie was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're doing, we're doing more that we didn't need to. And I was like, Be, you're going beyond. That's why. It's yeah. Happened, yeah. It's been, it has been the theme, actually. I think on the first day, I, I asked everyone to um, have a beyond mentality. Yeah. So whatever that means for you, right? So like beyond yourself. Um, beyond your limits, beyond your expectations. Um, and I think that's been prevalent with everybody and, yeah. and been prevalent with me too. This has been a learning, learning experience. I've, I've never, ever taught this many moves and dance this many moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys know my stuff. There's a lot of moves. Yeah, yeah. Lot of moves. <laughs> yeah we know when we saw you like make our ending like routine in 15 minutes for all the dance. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to go choreograph, guys. Okay, guys, you ready to learn it? They're like, dude, I didn't even finish my banana. <laughs> yeah, he said 60. 
I think we counted like 66 that was or something. Yeah. Counts, I think. <laughs> yeah. Was like so moves. you can only imagine in a 90 minute show, oh my right, goodness. how many moves. Yeah. A lot so of moves. a lot. Beyond the ordinary, I Beyond would think. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I when I walked into the room, or when we all walked into the room, and we experienced uh, your guys's, you know, you guys were finishing your rehearsal, and um, I, I can only imagine how exhausted physically everybody is. But uh, I felt that there was no sense of like, oh my gosh, can I just get out of here? You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. I think there is definitely this sense of um, everybody's so down for it um, because I think they. And including you guys, obviously you guys are the one who's creating the experience, but I think this really is an amazing experience for everybody that's a part of the show as far as the cast and the production. And I can only imagine what it's going to be like for the people who come in through these doors to watch it and, and to be a part of it, right? Not even just to sit back and just, you know, be a spectator, but to be immersed into this show, man. So. Wow, just so much, so much props to you guys for that. This is really cool to be really in the middle of your guys' production process of it and creation. It's really cool. Yeah, we're, we're getting yeah. really close. Like, uh, next week is going to be our first preview. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, two weeks from now will be our opening night, um, or a little more than two weeks. And um, What's the date? Quick. What's the date on that? Uh, September 21st is the first preview, and then September 29th is the first opening night. And the way that previews work is it's really just a it's – a, buying a ticket to the show mm -hmm. but it's with the expectation of things may go wrong you know mm -hmm. um, it's more so on the tech side of things and then um you know opening night hopefully it's all locked in and yeah. just frozen so no one's worrying about all these any changes yeah but um and then it's gonna play for a minimum of 10 weeks um depending on how it does obviously with it being in the san diego community it's a bit of a risk so we, we have to kind of bring some protection to that so give a 10 week run if it goes well and I think it will and we'll extend that um, and it'll play for as long as it can Yeah, and um, it is um, going to be a modular show so like that's whole, always been the goal is to make this a show that can go anywhere mm. um, right. and so whether that's you know in LA or to China or to New York whatever um, we do hope to uh, tour it or just bring it remote to another place so that other dancers can jump into this show and um it can be a beyond babel canada or whatever it can be anywhere beyond um, babel tour beyond canada. Canada. Yeah. Beyond <laughs> canada. <laughs> to infinity and beyond yeah. wow. Wow. It's, a, it's a story that um, i think the amazing thing about dance is it, it transcends language everyone understands mm -hmm. it um when you see it right and mm -hmm. to see dance told this way like we're we it's so crazy because we have to watch footage, and it's not like, you know, usually you watch a dance video when you're reviewing footage, it's like only like a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and stuff, and it's like, oh my gosh, and it's just so cool to see, man, like, the, the things that dance can do, and mm -hmm. how it can just transcend um, when it's, um, yeah, when it's done in a certain way, so, yeah. yeah. I think, I was talking to Noel, one of my dancers, the other night, and I don't know how it came up, but um, the, the place where this show idea came from was really the election. Like when that happened, mm. it was just like, all right, we got to make this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We got to do something. Mm. And um, I remember that horrible day, <laughs> us sitting on the couch and us 
crying and Keone was just like, well, people are going to make some amazing art. Like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. we are. And I think that um, in this moment in history, we want to know that we used our voice mm-hmm. to say something. And we're always so busy. I have missed many women's marches already because I'm somewhere <laughs> dancing mm-hmm. and I'm not able to go. Um, you know, be a voice of something I believe in in this really important moment. But you know, stepping back and thinking about it, like, no, this is this is how I use my voice. This is what I can contribute, mm-hmm. and I have to do it this way. It's going to impact so much more than me just like being angry and tweeting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. To, to do that, and uh, I'm just very excited to see mm. uh, what happens. Hopefully we can get butts in the seat. Yeah, people absolutely. Can, many people can see it. How many <laughs> seats can be for those butts? Um, I think 150. 150 Whoa. mezzanine seats and then 120 moving seats. Cool. So, yeah, if you can go to beyond, com, you can get tickets right now. And you can actually select your seat on there. And, Whoa. Um, multiple price ranges. Yeah. But all seats will be great mm-hmm. because it's a small space. I think the best seats will definitely be the front row seats. Better sweep up on them front row yeah. seats, guys. Yeah, it's yeah. Like what side seats, right? <laughs> <laughs> Click the link the in the description. Yeah, thank you, Mike. I think the, the, even the mezzanine, the, the cheaper seats are really good because you can see overhead, and especially for like dancers, you like seeing the formations and yeah. things like that. Um, yeah. But. For sure. I feel like this is one of those, I'm going to have to watch it a few times type of things. Yeah, from like different seats, mezzanine, and then moving seat, and then like, you know, outside of the venue with (laughs) the window peeking in. (laughs) Uh, Because you couldn't afford the third ticket. (laughs) 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 Just wait in the the cold. (laughs) Just listen to the show. It's actually part of the experience because. I don't think this is a spoiler alert, but I think um, in certain spots where you sit, you'll only be able to see certain sides of the mm. walls. So um, it's, like, it's part of the experience, it's part of the perspective. Yeah, 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 that's cool. That's freaking cool. Well, apparently you guys don't sleep, and uh, <laughs> I don't know how you guys find the time to do what you guys are doing. And I'm almost afraid to ask, but what's what's next? Is there, is there something else? <laughs> or it's just like, don't Vacation ask me nice. that now. Things you know brewing next for next year. Um, yeah, but we don't know. We'll, we can't really talk about it. Right. Well, there is. secrets. Yeah. Well, let uh, next year secrets. happen when next year comes. Uh, Your next thing should be vacation. Well, we'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vacation between Earth and nice and beyond. Yeah. Oh. Yes. We did. Okay, we did. good. Like haven't done in a long time. So mm-hmm. we'll do another one. Awesome. Love it. Like, yeah, balance right. Gotta yeah, have that balance. Super important. For sure. Uh, especially for, for, I don't know, like anyone out there who's just a workaholic um, like myself. Oh no, are you doing a podcast right now when this is movie night? Oh, Sorry guys. Okay. I mess up the time. <laughs> and I think I just end up watching the 
the performance video. Uh, yeah, yeah, writing down notes. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. kind of like watching a movie. It's like an hour, <laughs> hour and a half. Yeah, Except that it's quick. Johnny Crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't do that, <laughs> Mr. Keone. Hey, no. stop that. <laughs> but for anyone out there, I, I think that, like, just the balance, like mm-hmm. you said, Ben, is, yeah. is so, so key because um, it's not just about, like, working and how much work you put in. It's like, how efficient is your work in that time that you're putting in? Mm-hmm. So, um, the time you spend away from work, um, and in those seldom moments that you may find as a workaholic, um, take them because that's going to make your work better and allow that to be a motivation mm-hmm. um, as you're vacating or whatever. Well, and and um, even in our training, part of our training is recovery. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just keep crucial. Going out. Yeah, God, God took a Sabbath, right? So, Amen. If God had had to rest, you know, so on the seventh day, then dang, we all got to rest. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so sick. Well, I also just love the fact that your guys's faith is a big part of your guys's decision making, as far as your artistry, as your relationship, and I think anybody that can look at your marriage and your relationship, um, something to be learned, to be inspired by. And just to be encouraged, man, like you guys really inspire me beyond dancing. It's just, it's cool to be your friend and see how you guys interact. It's just really fun and it's just really cool. <laughs> so I'm just geeking out over here. You guys is like love over here. Yeah, your um, love is so cool. Yeah. Saying I love you on your first date that love, you simultaneously came to the same beat. <laughs> hey, but it worked for Kyoto and Mari. So if you want to be like them, then go to a beach. Go to, beach. <laughs> go to a beach. Go to a beach. You'll yeah, fall in love. Right Isn't this the same beach you've been to? No, I've never been here. I love you. <laughs> I beyond love you. <laughs> well, cool. We're going to fire off some lightning round questions with you guys. Oh, this is where we fit in every single lightning burning question that we had, but we just didn't have the time. So you have no time to think. You just have to go no, off top off top what do you hate about the dance scene right now <laughs> maybe hates a strong word. Yeah. what do you really not fond of what are you not fond of in the dance scene right now is it a dance trend is it uh social media postings now i'm feeding you things yeah. <laughs> oh man It's somewhere around all of those things that you said. Okay. You know, they're all kind of included, like trends and, and social media. And uh, I, I feel like, man, like uh, to see dance in a certain, like I love that like everyone's dancing, you know, but I just, you know, not everyone's a professional dancer. And I mm-hmm. just hope that there can be clarity on that. Um, just because you're doing a hit and folks into a dab, into a, a milli rock doesn't mean and, and, and a lot of times when that gets posted, they get tons of hits. Yeah. And like, those are people being booked for professional jobs. And yeah. I'm like, that's, I'm so about it. I'm just, I love that. That yeah. that's getting out there, but let's just be clear on like, what's uh high level, skillful, skillful movement versus the fun party, like social stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that's slam good. dunk versus like great footwork and, um, and uh, you know, skillful shooting. So stop all that jiggy stuff, you guys. Just kidding. Just kidding. kidding. Uh Uh-oh. Favorite uh, vacation destination? Oh, gosh. There's a lot that we still haven't done. Disney World. 
Disney World. Nice. Disney World is a good go-to. Hawaii one of the also. only places. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last vacation that you guys just took? Cabo. Cabo. Cabo Modern. Arnel Calvario meets you at the desk. Hey, welcome to Cabo Modern. This is our history. <laughs> uh, you can't dance anymore. What are you doing? Dancing's done. What are you doing now? Directing and maybe creating some sort of like something creative in that realm. Directing and telling stories. Heck yeah. Dope. Um what are what is hmm, how do I word this? Let me take my time. Well, this is a this is okay. Okay. What advice do you have for other dancing couples? One piece of advice. There, that's a good one. That's a great one. I would say be willing to learn each other every day. Wow. So by that, I mean, I think a lot of times in marriage, um, you think that it's over. Like you, you get married and then life is set. Mm -hmm. And if the person changes, then something's wrong. Mm -hmm. But we change. Yeah. Humans grow. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, we're not meant to stand still. So don't be afraid of learning a new person in your, in your relationship. I think me and Mari, we heard this thing in a, in a book or a podcast, podcast. It was, but it was this lady said, you know, everyone in their life goes through two or three marriages in their lifetime. It's, what, um, it's up to you whether or not it's with the same person. And actually me and Mari feel like we're in our second marriage. Whoa. Oh. And we weren't invited to the wedding. <laughs> With the hot dogs. But the next one we will be. So. Yay. Oh, yeah. man. Be willing to learn, learn your, your significant other every day. That's crazy. That's beautiful. That, that, should, be on, that yeah. should be on a shirt. Makes so much sense. Um, you're a Marvel character. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say Thor? <laughs> <laughs> Mari Thor. Mari's actually like the Hulk. More oh, so. because right. like, in a sense that like she's so subdued, so quiet, so okay. shy, and then when she gets on the floor, it's like Rah! like she goes crazy and yeah. like I can see it. I know? can see it in that way. Yeah, mm, not yeah. necessarily like the punching the ground and the, <laughs> turning green, the terrorizing neighborhoods. Nothing like that. <laughs> I guess I would have to pick Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man! That's so hard. That's so hard. That's, 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 that's all right. All right. For context, we gave uh, we were watching Avengers today. Infinity. <laughs> we're we're naming all these uh, Avenger characters with uh, Kinja members. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Charlie got Ant Man. 
I'm Ant Man. I'm not even in the movie. Ving's Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's Doctor Strange. <laughs> ben got Black Panther. Oh yeah, Ben's Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. You're Black Panther. Oh man. And then uh, I think Mike Fowl got Spider Man. Oh, yeah. So we're, bro- we're brothers. Yeah, we're brothers. Yeah. It's kind of more the Peter Parker side. The Peter Parker, hey, you know. Hey, they're both the same person. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh, they're yeah. Also very, very skilled. You're really cool with the iron spider suit, so that's for cool. sure. Yeah, your for alter sure. ego is Keone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, so going back. Uh, favorite children's book? Mm. Oh, I can't pick. You I have to. You have to. <laughs> I can't pick, but I do have... Uh, Oh, where the wild things are catching. That yes. one's Whoa. so good. Yes. Yeah, that one's really good. I would say Green Eggs and Ham. Nice. Wow. Classic. Nice. Classic. Yep. Uh, Dance Dream. I feel like, I don't know, you guys are knocking them all off the list, but what, what have you not done yet that you really want to take with your dance? That's tough. Because I, I truly do feel like I'm losing my hair. Wow. Um, and with that, <laughs> drop the mic. Yeah. That was beyond. Yeah, I know. As a, as a, like, well, I'm doing what I love with the person that I love. And <laughs> I think you can't really ask for more than that, right? Um, but I, I feel that also, just as, like, a Filipino-American, as someone who 10 years ago would have no chance mm-hmm. at this thing um and to have you know an impact on on this on your craft i think is, is a dream in itself and um yeah every day just working at that and we're we're we've currently knocked off in this year we've knocked off two big goals of ours which was the book and then the show um so now we're once this thing settles down we're we collect ourselves on like where we want to go next, but they're kind of starting. The clouds are starting to appear a little bit on what those are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that in there, um, maybe quick. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very interesting sneeze, Keanu. Bless you, Keanu. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, no, for me. I want to have a family, and I don't yeah. dance. Like, does have to do with that um, indirectly? I want to share that with my child. I want them to grow up around art and uh, and with Keone. And um, yeah, I don't know. That's really that's a goal. That's like the big fat goal. Yeah. Um, and that's I why we train so hard now, so we can continue to do this thing yeah. until we're older. It, yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to, we, I think we have to be creative. Yeah. I think our souls need that. Um, in some way. Well, we can't wait to see a little Keone and Mari running around. Uh, that'll be the day. Yeah, that'll true. be so sick. Little Babel and Babel. Babel and Babel. <laughs> 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 Babel, <laughs> Babel and Babel. <laughs> Babel and Babel, come here. Both of you. <laughs> Bring your sister, Bibby. <laughs> I don't know. 
It's amazing. I should have stopped. <laughs> keep going, Charlie. Keep going, baby. Hey, You're good. This conversation is yeah. beyond expectations. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering how many more times Charlie can use that in this. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, this has been kind of like a beyond wonderland of sorts, right? Uh, it's been like a rave. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. It's like a childlike wonder. <laughs> That's the last one. I, I can't think of. Uh, I can't think of anything. All right, Charlie's tapped out. All right. Yeah, I'll have to like start breaking down the word like bay and yawned, but you know that doesn't really work. So I'm letting you hear out the finishing thoughts of this. You will never hear me say. No, you won't. Charlie. I'm probably gonna be at the show. <laughs> my mind going, Charlie. Cease to do it. Um, all right, golden rule time. So. Um, your life mantra, your uh, yeah, what you what you live by, your philosophy, um, yeah, what would be your golden rule? Like if it was printed on like your chocolate bar, you guys own you guys make chocolate bars. It would be printed on the wrapper okay. when you would open a Keone and Mari Keone nougat inside, bar. Inside Mm hmm. Um, yes. Kind of like a fortune, yes. of a fortune cookie. Okay. Yes, yeah. But more special. I think so. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I can't really ex exceed that, and I have nothing else to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect response, my man. That's good. A perfect That's good. response. You don't want to go beyond that. Wow. I, I said that one already, huh? <laughs> okay, I'll wow. stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> Charlie guy. Love God, love others. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, no, that's really, really good. Uh, well, dude, I think uh, we've we've gone for a while now on this one. This is really good. Um, yes. Thank you guys for taking the time out. Thank I mean, you so much. Your guys' yes. day, I'm sure, is just going forever. But, I mean, your guys' energy is always up and um, always a privilege talking to you guys. Um, thank you guys for being who you are within the dance community. You are a huge influence to um, us, you know, mm -hmm. your peers, mm -hmm. you know, Kinjas, to um, the kids that are growing up. We we had Logan on the show last week, or yeah, and then she was talking about just how much how big of an influence you guys have been to her, and it's just generations, and I think uh, it's going to continue, and and we're so blessed to witness that and to be a part of it, and to be fans of it, and and to run with you guys as you guys are doing it too. You guys are really creating something huge for dance, for art, and um, once the show drops to everything else that you guys do, um, we're so excited, and we know it's just coming from a really, really authentic and a place of love that um, everybody sees, everybody uh, can feel that and, and get a little piece of that from you guys. So thank you guys for just doing you, being you. You guys are really dope. Um, where can people find uh, the journey? You know, the social medias to the websites to the the ebook, uh, all that. There's so much. Um, well, first of all, thank, thank you guys. You. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> of course. Uh, and uh, we're coming all the way. Of course. Down yeah, here. it's easy. I think it also goes to show for you uh, listeners out there how far these guys are willing to go to get you great content that is impactful and authentic and, and um so thank you guys for, mm. for having us and for um opening another platform for our community for sure um in a great way um 
You can find us, um, well, our website is kionianmari.com. I'm so sorry I have not updated that in so long. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be updated soon. We have been taking new pictures lately, so that is good. Nice. Um, but you can follow me at Kioni Madrid on all my social platforms and Mari. Underscore Mari Madrid. Um, we have our um, dance development program, which is Building Block. So you can follow that, yeah. um, buildingblockdance.com is a website. Um, you can purchase our ebook on iBooks and Google Play right now. It's called The Bruce, mm -hmm. or you can type in our names. I think that'll show up and expect an app for that project also very soon. Hey. Um, and then obviously... If you want to follow that um, dancebook.app. Yeah, it's also the website in addition to the handle. And then uh, beyond... Babel. Your choice. Beyond Bibby. The daughter. Beyond Babelshow.com is where you can purchase tickets and, and follow at Beyond Babel Show um, to, for on Instagram to get all the sneak peeks and everything. Sick. Sick. Also, Obviously, can just, you know, follow them. Yeah, follow us, guys. I mean, <laughs> if you haven't done it yet, come on, man. Go beyond yourself. There it is. Hiya! 40? I'm not, I lost count, man. It was six. <laughs> okay, There's one that I'm surprised you haven't said yet. Uh, to infinity and beyond. Uh, well, that one, that one's great. I oh, that one. I said that one. I said it earlier. He's going to take credit for it. Oh, oh my gosh. I knew that was plus one, Keone. There it is. Thank you, Keone. You're just so ahead. Right? <laughs> so cute. You're just so. What's the word? I don't know. Beyond. Thanks for letting me do that. <laughs> Beyonce is very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I think we need to get you guys to bed. You guys need to get some rest. I'm sure you guys have another yeah. crazy long day tomorrow. You have to so, run to the border. Yeah, yeah run to the border. Oh, man. <laughs> the border. That's wild. Oh, okay. That's all. Just the calls. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for your time, always. It was really fun chatting it up. And uh, Mike, what's up, dude? Links to everything will be in the show notes, but don't forget to check out Kinja's podcast with a K slash EP10 because we are dropping this today on the 17th. Ooh. So you can still buy tickets to Beyond Babel. Yeah. So er everything will be in the show notes. Thank you. As always, as always. <laughs> Beautiful, so, Mike. Found. Beautiful. That's it, guys. We got to drive back to LA because we got rehearsal tomorrow, too. <laughs> Here we go. Just running, running. Here we go. So, thank you guys again. Thanks for listening, y'all. Shing, shing. Ginger, babe. Ginger, babe.